podcast version. Uh, <laughs> we we've got uh, we've got some special guests with us this evening. Uh, we have myself, Steve. I'm not special, but I'm the guest here. And then Nick. Nick. I'm Dave. And Dave. And we've got Mike Root and Aaron. Is it Miller? What's the last name, Aaron? Martin. Martin. Aaron Martin. So Mike Root and Aaron Martin from Copper Sky. Uh, obviously, Mike Root is the owner uh, and proprietor. Uh, Aaron is the general manager over there. Uh, so we're we're honored to have you all as guests with us this evening. Uh, but we're going to kind of kind of jump into what we normally do when we start these things off and uh, talk a little bit about what we had going on, you know, in, in the, the pending days here. Do y'all have anything fun happen this weekend? Man, well, it was Halloween, so, you know, it was fun, yeah. I guess. Nothing Candy? nothing big and exciting. I know Steve's itching to get a rant on, but Steve, what happened to you this weekend? <laughs> it wasn't this weekend. It, well, all right, fine. My, Sunday. my battery blew up in my truck. So, you know. And like, like not like, oh, hey, it blew up and it just quit working. Like, it actually blew up. Right? No, it sounded like a 40 going off in the cab. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what happened. I popped out there and visited my son's little league game. Everybody stared at me, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, turns out uh, when you take your vehicle to the dealership and tell them your battery blew up, they don't want to work on it. They say it's <laughs> it's hazardous. Nobody wants to play with battery acid anymore. <laughs> so it turns out uh, I, I told the dealership to pound sand and pick my truck up. And uh, I, I learned to uh, neutralize acid on my own accord and replace my battery. So I feel a lot better. Plus, I had bourbon. How fast did you do that? I did it in about an hour. And the dealer had my truck for three days and couldn't do it. <laughs> Didn't even touch it for three days, so we're not going to mention any names. Nope, nope. Um, but you know who you are if you're listening. And if you're a Ram you know, dealership in New Braunfels, you can you use saw pouncing. <laughs> Other than that, Nick, anything fun happened to you? I mean, no, not as much fun as, as Steve had, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, what about you, Mike? Well, actually, why don't we let Mike and Aaron introduce themselves yeah. real quick, and then they can talk, tell us about what happened new in their world. Mike Root, owner of Copper Sky. Most recently, I just had a newborn. She's not even two weeks. Yet, so I've been changing diapers, feeding babies, and sipping whiskey. <laughs> Man, um, I'm awesome. Aaron Martin. I'm the general manager at Copper Sky. I did not have a newborn, so I've just been drinking whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to change diapers. You don't. There you go. You're good. Just sip whiskey. I think we'll drink because he had a newborn. We we know what you're going through over here on this end. So oh, hey, man, hey, hey, cheers, 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 man. cheers. Congratulations. So hey, so uh, I guess we've lined it out what kind of exciting stuff we've done over the weekend. But since uh, since we've got you here, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about Copper Sky today. And the reason that uh, I invited you on was because Copper Sky is one of my favorite distilleries out there i obviously i'm from i was born and raised in colorado but live here in texas so hence texas whiskey crew but copper sky just literally i'm never disappointed everything that i buy everything that i purchase from y'all i'm happy with I, you know I, I don't suffer any disappointment from your products uh and we've actually which we'll talk about here in a little bit we did we did a barrel pick not too long ago and we'll dive into that one a little later but mike i wanted to kind of talk to you about where Copper Sky came from, what your background is, and kind of kind of the what and the why. I mean, what what brought you into this this distillery business, and why are you doing it? Well, so before the distillery business, I was in the military, worked for the government for about ten years. But even before that, I was always kind of an entrepreneur. Aaron has been a friend for almost twenty years, and he was even a part of the very first company I started when I was twenty four. 
Um, so I started that when I was 24 and then kind of took a break from business, did the military, traveled the world, uh, ended up here in Colorado and then decided I wanted to get back into business. I really missed that. And at the time I was just really big into bourbon, big into whiskey. I loved the pursuit of it, the knowledge of it, um, just creating different things. And I kind of got tired because out here, you know, in Colorado, you're we're west of the Mason-Dixon line, so you're not getting any of that good East Coast stuff. So I really got tired of having to sell my soul just to get a bottle of Buffalo Trace. So I was like, you know what? I've got an itch. I've been wanting to start a brand. I love bourbon and whiskey. It's a cool business to start for like a family namesake. And so I just jumped in head first. And here we are almost three years later. And I'd say we're causing some pretty big waves. I'd say I would definitely say that. So, I mean, we... You know, obviously we've done one pick with you guys. We have another pick out there and, um, you know, we can look behind us and, and there's a lot of different <laughs> bottles behind us, but uh, we've, we've got our collection back there. We do. And, and you know, that's not a that's because you guys are are, are turning out a good product. Mm -hmm. like, there's nothing that that I've had that that I've been disappointed in. Um, really enjoy everything you guys are bringing out. So, yeah, we're pretty picky about I mean, we have a pretty unique process. So we obviously there's myself and then there's Isaac, who's our master blender and distiller. And then we have a whole, you know, a whole production crew, Aaron. But when we do, especially the special releases, most of the staff, even from sales to production to the bar staff, we everybody samples it. And then we get a sliding opinion. So it's not just like me, Aaron and Isaac are sipping the whiskey and like, this is what's going out. Um, it's a pretty controlled tasting for the the two main lines the bourbon and the wheat whiskey because we're we want them to be pretty consistent but we also don't mind that there's a little bit differences because it is a small batch craft batch but on the unique stuff like you know that toasted wheat behind you or you know even the queen bottle or the breast cancer bottle um definitely the fallen heroes back there some of those really cool things we have a pretty vast uh palette at the distillery so that makes it unique but it also it's a bunch of different levels. So it's not just like, oh, well, this is just a whiskey that Mike's drink, Mike drinks. I mean, that Fallen Heroes batch two is a great example of not true because I was probably one of the only ones that was like not my favorite because I'm not a huge rye guy. But everybody else in the diverse opinion was like, this is the best blend. And so I was like, all right, majority wins. It doesn't matter. There is no I pull the trump card. So that's really unique about our label is you're going to get some pretty cool um, like different blends and batches. It's not going to be just what Mike drinks. That's far from it. So let's talk about that weeded, uh, that weeded bourbon that you recently, uh, you had a few awards with, I believe. Uh, can you tell me a little more about that one? We've had a few awards, I'd say. This year was <laughs> surprising. So that's the wheat whiskey's got a really interesting story. Again, you can probably hear it, and I'm a Southerner. Aaron's a Southerner. So, I mean, we talked about what we're drinking tonight. We tend to lean towards like that wheat mash bill. Um, we like sweeter bourbons, sweeter whiskeys. But again, in Colorado, it, I mean, you can't get Weller. You can't get Buffalo. It's hard to get some of those really standard wheat uh, whiskey mash bills. And so when I started Copper Sky, I really wanted to have a weeded mash bill, whether it be a bourbon or a weeded whiskey. We kind of go back and forth um, because I wanted something readily available to the consumer out here. And that was pretty affordable. Um, you can find it anywhere from like 45, maybe some of the smaller stores have it at 55, but generally like 45 to 50 bucks. And it's a five-year-old. It's not like a one or two-year-old. It's a five-year-old weeded whiskey. So I wanted to create something where not only I could have something to drink because I love that Mashville, but 
everybody else out here who likes, you know, the weeders, they could find something. So that was just kind of a, Mike likes that. So we're going to do it. And we just kind of perfect it. <laughs> good, good call. For sure. And then, but this year has been like, it's been really humbling because again, we started the wheat whiskey blend because we like to drink it and we couldn't find it. It has since become our most awarded whiskey by far. And that was uh, a shocker to me personally, because it's not something that we put into it to be like an award winner. We really just made it for us to drink and for friends to drink. And this year alone, I mean, it's won more golds and platinums than I can even remember. But the two that stand out, um, it won Spirit of the Year. And I can't remember the name of it, but it was one of the big California uh, challenges out in San Francisco. So, and, and that was cool because it was Spirit of the Year. It beat out tequilas. It beat out vodkas, gins, rums, all the other whiskeys. And this wasn't just craft. It wasn't Spirit of the Year. For, it was Spirit of the Year for the entire competition. And that just blew my mind when I opened that email. And then recently we won uh, Whiskey of the Year for the United States. There was a, again, I'm, I'm, I can't remember all the competitions, but there was one that once you win, then you go to compete for the different countries. So there's, you know, Europe, Asia, the U.S., South America, and our wheat whiskey won for the United States. So it was that was a really humbling award too. And the rest of them just have bad taste if they didn't pick it. So that's, that's my first <laughs> opinion. Well, there's still a bunch of golds and platinums out there. A lot of the competitions, they don't take it any farther, right? They just do the standard points. And most of them are just gold, silver, bronze, or nothing. There's a few now that do the platinum category. Um, and then the the older ones or the the international competitions, they'll take it one step further and have country category or spirit of the year category. So most of the competitions are just kind of gold or see ya. Okay. Yeah, that's uh no that that's certainly something to to have won all those competitions and and jumped in there on that. Now, I've been still searching around for. Uh, that weeded bourbon out here, but <laughs> turns out it doesn't make it so, didn't didn't make it way it to Texas far. yet. So, uh, and if you know where it's at down here, holler at me. But hey, we're, <laughs> we're Dave and I are heading up elk hunting here in about a, a week and a half. So, well, you know, we'll uh, we'll pop by and make sure we got ourselves a bottle. Uh, but that new Skips conglomerate or whatever the name's going to be is about to get some good some good products. So they'll definitely be getting some of that wheat. Okay. Well, if they know what they're doing, they won't change the name from Skips to anything else because right. Skips happens to work the best down here. I mean, sure. and he, he built he built such a good brand uh, and retained such a huge customer base to Absolutely. change that would be insane. Yep. Uh, yeah, he he did such a good, and I've been down there a bunch of times to the store. Not only do the stores look good, but I just, as a consumer, because I started this company being a, a fan of bourbon, it's so fun to walk into a store and see all the crazy stuff we go googly eye for just sitting on the shelf. Like he doesn't make you do the stupid fake lotteries and drop the tickets and here buy 13 bottles and you might could get this bottle. He yeah. just put it on the shelf. And it ends up getting sold to the owner's buddy anyway. Instead of, you know, you bought 13 <laughs> bottles of crap. So, and you know, Skip's a good, a, a, he's become a good friend when Isaac, I, I don't know if you got that bottle back there, but when Isaac, um, uh, when his house burnt down in that fire last year, we did that charity bottle for him. I reached out to a couple of friends and was like, Hey, we're trying to do like a, just a really close friends bourbon night. We're going to do like high end bourbon and whiskey and just sit down and kind of, you know, relive the good days. And he got me a bottle 
that I'm not going to say because I don't want to throw him up. But he got me a bottle that we all you know have on our daily wish list, but for retail. And I flew down there, did a tasting event, and he he tried to gift it to me, but I was going to, you know, we paid for it. <laughs> I mean, without hesitation, it was like, hey, man, this will be a good one. And it was by far the best bottle that we could ever nice. He's awesome. just a good dude. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. He like about his, speaks to his character mm-hmm. and, and who he is. And, and you know, he's, he, he's just a good dude. Yeah. If you haven't, uh, if you haven't listened, Mike, I know you got so much free time with a newborn. Um, <laughs> we have, uh, we had, we had Skip on, uh, on the podcast last week. So, uh, you know, oh, we, yeah. I, I think we even tossed out some Copper Sky in there. Yeah. We, we try to, we try to plug those we love on our, on a regular basis here. We went so, on a few wild tangents last yeah, week. Yeah. Was, uh, so we were all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> We're three, three or four fingers deep into some yeah. orange, but it happens. It's been so good to us that as of now, and I think it's been about a year, his cha- his stores are the only ones still that are exclusively carrying Copper Sky. So, like, we haven't even branched out to any other stores, any of the other big boxes. He's just been such a good friend that we've kind of let him be the Copper Sky exclusive. Now, as his footprint grows, you know, that's growing, which is good for this new merger. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really cool to be like, hey, you want Copper Sky? You can only get it at, you know, the skip stores because, uh, you know, we take care of each other. You support us. We support you. And that's the fun about this industry is it's it's more of a friendship than it is, you know, what are we trying to do for the future? And I think to Mike's point there, I think, uh, and he can correct me if I'm wrong, to, to Skip's credit, He's the only store outside of Colorado right now that gets any special allocations for any special releases we do. Yep. Love that. Now, if people are, I know last time we were out there, we were talking um, about some online business you were doing. Anything you want to expand on that? Maybe for people that aren't in Texas or or Colorado that, that want to get your product, is there a way for them to do that? Yeah, I'll let Aaron answer that because he's actually been working these past two weeks, so he's a little... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're, we're actually working with a company called Speakeasy Co. And um, we have um, a, a new guy working on our website right now who's doing a great job. So the new website should be going up soon. And uh, you should be able to go through our website. And um, it's in 30 different states right now. And I don't have the map in front of me, so I can't even read them off. But within 30 different states, you'll be able to go on our website, buy the whiskey, and get it shipped straight to your door. Nice. Except for Texas. <laughs> The only two places that we're allowed to get anything from, because we're archaic here, is Washington, D.C. and California. Yeah. That literally is the only channel well, that we can legally have liquor shipped in here. So that's I great. think, and that's the thing is, this Speakeasy Co. is based in California. So there are... Oh, yeah, I see, I like this. I like where you're going here. Yeah, so I, think, I think Texas was on there. Oh, they have... Deep licenses in those 30 states so it's not like it's not coming from the distillery the way that company works is they have warehouses everywhere and we just basically stage pallets of whiskey at their warehouses mm-hmm. and then from there is how they can legally ship to these locations they already have licenses in so it's not coming from colorado it's coming from one of their licensed warehouses i'm pretty sure right. texas is on there that's yeah. awesome well, do us a favor and uh, shoot us a link later yeah, tonight yeah. or something and oh, we'll, yeah. we'll put it in the show notes and and make people aware of where they can do that whenever right. you're whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. That's yeah. right. We we may not look like cheerleaders, but we're absolutely <laughs> cheerleaders for y'all. So I, he I mean, looks like a cheerleader. I'm happy to wear this stuff if you want. You can give me a little copper sky outfit. I'm happy to do that. No, we're not happy to do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a very bad thing. 
<laughs> Depends on who you ask. Come on, it now. does, but we're the only five people in the <laughs> in the conversation. So, uh, oh well. Hey, Aaron, why don't you uh, uh, give us a little more insight on kind of what happens that you know, your role down there at the distillery, kind of, and we we get that you're kind of putting things together as far as getting the distribution channels out there, but uh, what 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 else do you have to add to kind of what Copper Sky does and what you do? Um, so basically what I do is I make sure we run on a day-to-day basis. Uh, that's the, the simple way to put it. Um, I make sure that, I mean, we have great directors in place with Isaac running operations. Uh, Oliver, our director of mixology, does a great job with the bar and his drinks that he comes up with are phenomenal. Um, so it's it's a blessing in disguise because I don't, like I have great directors in place there. So it's an easy thing for me. I just check in with them, you know, see how things are going. Um, but to Mike, like Mike said, it's it's a, ongoing when we have stuff going on we're like today i was doing some stuff and we were up front and we're working on a barrel pick for a a local guy and all the operations guy which is isaac his brother aaron and our assistant distiller colin come running in and jamming whiskey into me and colin going try this tell me what you think and it's it's such a fun atmosphere because the collaboration is unheard of for most places and so it's 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 fun and it makes my job easy with those guys nice well, you've really done a good job at uh, keeping things together down there. And now I'll, I'll kind of transition into our pick that we did. That was our, so that was our first experience uh, doing a, an on-site barrel pick. Uh, we, you know, I, I personally have done, I know, I know Nick's been a part of other picks where we've been sent bottles. And I think Nick actually been to a few distilleries and you can kind of give us your opinion on how this lined up. But we did this back in uh, September yeah. and, uh, you know, Skip told me, uh, you know, hey, you know, Mike's ready. We're we're gonna do this. We were excited. I mean, it was it was such an amazing experience going down there, getting a chance to visit uh, not only Copper Sky but your new distillery, which is it's beautiful. I love yeah. the speakeasy in the back. I, the entire setup is just it's perfectly done. Um, Wednesday night smoke outside. You can smoke right. cigars. Yep. That's that's awesome, man. Awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, make it like a like homey feeling. Yeah. Like like. You know, we're doing the barrel pick, but then we just got to go back and relax in the speakeasy because it was more loungy. It's less like, hey, we're here to do this super professional barrel pick. It's like, man, we're friends drinking whiskey and just sharing opinions. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It is, and we enjoyed uh, we enjoyed what we did. Well, maybe I enjoyed it a little too much, but I, <laughs> I've, learned, I've, learned, I've learned from my mistakes. Um, <laughs> we all enjoyed it. Yeah, it we, we, we did, uh, and the product we came back with you know, and we've had a few writers. I don't know, Mike, if you've had a chance to read, and you know, maybe what uh, Patch has written. He's a he's a local writer out here. Um, the feedback we've gotten from that that seven year pick we did with y'all has been just outstanding. I I have yet to run into somebody that's not excited about it. I mean, my, I myself find myself just grabbing grabbing bottle after bottle and going back into it because it it just really is it's outstanding. It is. It's not only is it it. It tastes good, but there's a real, I mean, it's a cool story. Like you guys are the first ones that we've ever done a seven year single barrel private label for we've done, even for the distillery, we've only ever done two seven year single barrels. Like you're the, and you're the first one that we did this entire year. So it's really cool. It's got a unique backstory, but yeah, I've, I've taken a, cause we had a couple left at the distillery. I've taken some as gifts to friends. Like one was a big comedian. He's from Texas and he was in, Denver doing a show and I took it backstage to the green room. They killed that bottle in one night. Like, I believe it. Was it Trevino? Maybe. 
I don't know if I'm Maybe. Right. <laughs> he may or may not live in our neighborhood. So, um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. Steve's well, to the helicopters for heroes. And so he had a show down here. We went backstage and I brought him that as a gift and it did not last. Of course, awesome. you know, everyone's drinking it back there, but it was just, it was the hit. And so it's, awesome. it's so good. That's cool. Oh, it is. It's a hitter, man. I mean, like I said, I, you know, I bought the rest of what I could on your, your light whiskeys back there, but mm. this one is honestly, I didn't expect to be impressed with my own pick. I mean, I, I, I know I have good taste, but I didn't <laughs> think I had that good taste. Well, well it was a group effort. Well, all right, that's fine. We'll, we'll there were five or six, maybe, maybe seven people given, given their opinions on it. It depends we, on how far you go into that day. We, we did. I'm not sure how many people were there. Not as many people went as far into that barrel as you did, but, um, no, it really, I mean, it's gotten some good reviews. We're actually going to have uh, the whiskey reviewer um, is getting ready to put an ad out. I sent it out to my buddy in um, Tennessee. He's going to do a, a review on it here in the next couple of weeks. So that'll be on their online newspaper or their magazine. So, um, no, it's it's gotten a lot of positive feedback, and that speaks volumes to to what you guys are doing. So. No, it really, it really does. I mean, we've, we've had a lot of, you know, people that are doing blends and sourcing and that, mm -hmm. but they still don't line up in the same fashion, you know. Yeah. This one, this one hit good and hit right. You know, y'all, y'all did a great job, and uh, we appreciate the opportunity. We're, you know, we're looking forward to the next one, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully it's the same, same effect. I feel like it was good when we tried it. Yeah. Any excuse to go back to Colorado too. Yeah. Let's be. Any excuse, yes, for sure. The place is gorgeous. The thing too, like with sourcing, I mean, you've seen like we're hybrid. We, you know, we've got new equipment, so we're making whiskey and rum. We still source and blend and do batches and single, all that stuff. It's still a very fine art to that blending. I mean, just because, you know, 30 of us could source the same lot of barrels. And one, they're not going to taste the same just because the barrels are different. Yeah. Climates are different. The way we blend is different. So it's it's a really unique thing. That's like when we give tours, we always talk about, you know, the science of distilling and the art of blending. And to me, like at this point in our brand, because none of our own distill has been released yet, it's still aging we're really hanging our hat on the art of blending and, you know, that passion behind that and trying to educate the consumer on that. Let's talk about a little bit about your, you brought up rum. Uh, and I know that you have rum aging back there. And I noticed one specific thing about your barrels uh, that I think is the, the correct way to age rum. Uh, but I'll let you jump on that. Can, tell me, tell me a little bit about that rum you got sitting back there. Yeah. So our main, our main rum, it, that will be released. It hasn't yet because I'm really big on the barrel will tell me when it's ready. I'm not going to arbitrarily say, oh, well, in a year or two, the rum's ready, especially for these first couple batches. We're going to wait till the barrel tells us, and then we might have a standard. But we have a pretty unique rum process. It's very agricole -y. Um, We use uh, panela sugar out of Colombia, and then no coloring, no pit. It's nothing. It's just panela sugar. We pitch the yeast. It ferments. We distill it. And then we throw them in a Hungarian oak barrel. So that's the really unique thing. We use toasted Hungarian oak barrels, uh, brand new. Uh, we have a couple of rum experiments going on with some different random barrels, but our main line, when our rum hits the shelves, that's what it is. It's that pure panela sugar-based rum, and then it will have lived in a Hungarian oak barrel. We're about to go on two years, so we'll see when it says it's ready. So right now it'll be a two-year-old or maybe older rum, but... Um, yeah, those Hungarian oak barrels, that was an experiment that I stumbled on when I was working on starting the distillery. I had Hungarian oak chips and some clear rum, and it just, 
it stood out to me because it's so bourbon-esque. It's super vanilla and caramel, and it's got you know beautiful colors. Like that Hungarian oak is so unique. So that's kind of you know the, the flagship for us is that Hungarian barrel that we put the rum in. I think that's a solid. I mean, that's a solid choice, and yeah, you know, all all of the best rums that I've experienced out there, that's what they're doing. I mean, that's that's the appropriate way to age that. Uh, I, I gotta ask, are, are, have you considered finishing uh, any of those rums in any of your prior bourbon barrels, anything like that? And talking, about, you know, yeah, we have some experiments <laughs> in bourbon barrels, some Scotch barrels, just like random barrels. We've got some in some wine barrels, so we do have some rum in one-off barrels that will be either you know we might release them as limited releases we might let people do you know single barrel rum picks in the future Um, because our mainline rum for our label will be the hungarian oak Um, but we do have some projects on the side just kind of seeing you know what these what it does with our rum recipe awesome have you got that new still up and running now i know i know it was brand new and still shining when i was in there last time everything is aaron's been cracking the whip these past couple weeks i've been gone (laughs) Uh, everything is plugged in, hooked up, ready to go. The, the county gas company's got to come out and give us some bigger gas lines. What they initially installed wasn't efficient for that boiler. And essentially, if we would have ran it with those small gas lines, it would have burned our boiler out, which yeah. was pretty penny. So we we still got it on pause. So everything's hooked up and ready to go. We just got to get those new gas lines and meter installed, and then we get to fire it up. So hopefully next you- week, maybe. Which is, yeah, hopefully next week, which is amazingly frustrating to walk in every day and look at a still that's perfectly hooked up and ready to go and just know there's not enough gas to run the boiler. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, that's a beautiful still. Uh, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're in Colorado or if you're traveling through, you should definitely get down there and, and take the tour, meet these guys, because not only are they in a great location, uh, you know, in Longmont, Colorado, and able to be right next to the mountains and get a beautiful view of Long's Peak, but they've got an incredible still in the bag and the, and the whole facility as a whole is just, it's good experience. I mean, I, I, I always feel welcome when I'm there and there's plenty of, plenty of merch out there. I see Aaron's wearing your, uh, your DSP hoodie right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We love that. So, uh, and he's big on local. You have a whole bunch of stuff up front for local places that have like their stuff too. So that's very cool. Very yeah. Cool that you get back to there's hot sauce up front. There's you know, products from other local companies. We just started a project last week with a coffee roastery around the corner. So we're doing a bourbon aged coffee that we'll do a joint release for. And I mean, from merchandise to our grain, to the builders, to the wood, I mean, 90% of the things that we do or source are Longmont or Colorado. Uh, we also just had some barrels go out last week to uh, this uh, brewery right behind us um, that we're going to try to do something with them. And then we also had a local cidery that we got, got a bourbon barrel from us that we're going to try to do a little advertising stuff for them as well. Awesome. Nice. And I have to ask, what about the guy that was living in the parking lot? Did we get rid of him or not? Uh, yeah, he got, he got uh, located that same day. all right and so i don't sound harsh on this whole situation the gentleman wasn't actually living there but we had ourselves a uh, a rogue 
traveler that had set up his little micro bus there in the corner of the parking lot. And, it was uh, quite the RV set up. Yeah, he's looking for some free real estate. And, and, and it was on Mike's dime, so that's a little bit challenging. <laughs> Definitely preparing to set up a homestead there, you could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was looking for squatter rights. Ten years down the road, he's about to own that portion of the parking lot. It definitely looked like he was in it. I know he said he wasn't in it for the long haul, but it, it looked like he was he was in it for a, for a good bit. Yeah, that didn't last too long. <laughs> See, you got any uh, you got any future plans, Mike? Anything new on the horizon that we should know about, or uh, did you cover it all? Uh, the probably the biggest thing we got coming up once a year. We do our special release. It's called the Copper Accord. Um, it's basically a compilation of different things we've done throughout that calendar year. We come up with a custom blend. Uh, last year's it was called the Dusty Orchard because it had some apple brandy finished bourbon that we did as the base. Um, and I think it had like seven or eight different projects blended in that one batch. Um, and a little shout out on that one. It won gold and whiskey of the year in the Denver International Spirits Competition. And that was our, it only comes out once a year. The best way to describe it is um, story-wise, it's kind of like the midwinter night dram. Comes out once a year, end of the year, it's kind of a compilation of some things for that year. It has a different name every year. It's always called the Copper Accord, which is a play on words. Um, Isaac studied music, so there's it was a play on word with the chord. Um, so when you get it, like the name, I think it's called like composition is the name of it. He names it every year based on you know some of the ingredients that he used as the blend. That'll be releasing um, end of November, and that's super limited. We usually have we're still small, so usually. The batches are 250 bottles or less. As we get bigger, it'll grow, but it's super, you know, limited. It comes out once a year, new name every year, so it's a fun one to kind of collect. Excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really look forward to that. And it will go to Texas. It will. We uh, already. <laughs> hey, you know who to you know who to call me. Send us Skip. You can holler at us. I know you have our email address. Feel free to let us know. Give us a little day advance notice. Whatever you want to do. But, we'll we'll uh, make sure everybody knows about your stuff. I mean, I, I'm I'm ready to tattoo Copper Sky and Old Script across my chest pretty soon here. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. Yeah, hey, that, that, November the 11th. 10 percent off of the merch store. November the 11th. We got a Veterans Day event at the Decil. We got a charity there, uh, bank sponsoring all the food. We also got our local tattoo artist that does all of our tattoos. He's giving tattoos and all the money he's donating to the little boy's charity. So Copper Sky Tattoo will likely be on some people. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, in an effort to not keep you up too late, Mike, because I know you'd be up <laughs> in another two hours uh, changing a diaper. Yeah. Um, I just, I just want to thank you both. Uh, for taking the time to talk with us tonight, uh, you know I'm a huge fan, and I'll, I'll keep I'll keep selling the product out there. I'll keep telling everybody I can about y'all, um, and you know we do we just really appreciate you, and uh, sure. you know thanks for coming on. And Nick, you got anything to? No, no, good. Uh, just, Nick's I'm, good. Nick's happy. Good man. Nick's happy. Good. It was great. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. I like talking. You're such a great guy. You're down to earth, both y'all. Super great. Thanks for coming on and talking to us and. Oh yeah, appreciate it, man. Well, really thanks, yeah, for giving us a, a chance to do it as as a new group, and um, you know, kind of giving us something that that I'm damn proud of to to sit back and say, hey, you know, this was a pick that we did, and it came from a Our from a really pick. nice yeah. distillery um, with a gr good group of people that do a lot for the community, help out the veteran community, and things like that. Oh yeah, 
Uh, Mark, thank better. you for your service and yeah uh, we just we appreciate it and, and appreciate what you guys are doing and what you're turning out up there so oh yeah thanks for taking the time yeah that texas whiskey crew hat's the only hat that's in my office that's not a copper sky hat so yeah, that, oh yeah. hell yeah love <laughs> it love it it's, it's hanging in my office too i got one mine's in my office uh-huh. <laughs> we'll make sure you guys get the new versions as soon as they come out <laughs> absolutely you guys are always welcome at the distillery you got a home here in colorado I appreciate thank you, sir. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, Talk to you soon, Scott. Good night. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.